Hey, good day, everybody. This is Vance Hill with Limitless Realty Group, Remax Northwest on the lake. How's everyone doing today? Sorry it's taken so long to get a new episode up and running. I have been without much of a voice the past few days. Uh, if you're listening to this, you can tell I have still have a bit of a of a scratchy voice. Um, our first high school rugby games were this past weekend, and I did a lot of yelling, a lot of cheering, <laughs> and um, you know when that happens, I tend to lose my voice. Happens every home Seahawks game too that I go to. For some reason, I wake up on Mondays without a voice. And when rugby season comes around, I wake up on Sundays without a voice because I'm having so much fun and being so excited watching the kids out there playing that, uh, you know, I like to hoot and holler and lose my voice. So anyways, so the past week has been pretty interesting. There has been a lot of personal growth, a lot of... Uh, self kind of recognition, um, if you will, just kind of recognizing things that are around me, the people that are around me, um, different uh, mentalities, different personalities. I mean, I do that anyways. I tend to really kind of what's the word I'm looking for? I really tend to um, Endure my surroundings, kind of, you know, make sure that I'm in tune with my surroundings and the people that are around me. And, you know, it's really, it's really weird um, when I when I actually stop and think and recognize, that's the word I was looking for, recognizing um, my surroundings. You know, I find that there just, there really are a lot of fake people out there and it's just, it's, it's mind boggling. It's mind boggling how at um, this age, shh, I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but at this age, you know, how, I mean, it's the, the, the maturity level, it's just mind, it's just dumbfounding how immature people can behave, um, at this age. It's, you know, nobody needs to be the same like nobody needs to act the same nobody needs to like just let people act the way they want to act let people be who they are you know forcing people to change who they are to fit your narrative to fit your standards to fit what you want them to do that's not doing anybody any good you're frustrating yourself because you wish this certain person would behave the way you want them to, but you're not growing either because you're not accepting who they are for who they are. And as I've grown, I mean, trust me, growing up, you know, up until the last five, six, seven years, I, I I was probably one of the most fucking judgmental people on the planet. I hated people. I hated the way people acted. And I hated the way people, when people acted not the way I wanted them to. And I judged them for it. And I treated them like shit because of it. And, you know, it took me, took some real self-reflection to just stop and be like, wow, wait a second here. I'm a real dick. 
I am a real, 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 really bad person because I'm not letting people be who they are. I'm expecting them to be who I want them to be, and that's not doing me or them any good. So I decided to take a step back in my life and really kind of recognize what it was that I was doing and why why was I so pissed off all the time? You know, why why was it that I needed to drink all the time? You know, why did I need to alter my universe, my mind? I need, you know, I needed a mind altering substance in order for me to cope with the world. And you know, it took me to finally realize that, you know, I don't need that. I need to just accept the world for what it is, the, for people for who they are. And I found that, God, I'm a, I'm a much happier person now that I recognize that and that I realize that I don't need to change people. I don't need to change the way people act. I don't want to change the way people act because people act how they do because of who they are. But when you're immature and you judge people, you know, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a double-edged sword. It's like, you know, yeah, no, I want people to act, you know, who they are. But at the same time, it's like, well, can you have a little bit of couth and can you fucking grow up a little bit? You know, can you not judge people so much? I think that's where I get stuck with my personal growth is, you know, I just wish people wouldn't judge others, you know, and, and I do, I'm pretty sure that, you know, I'm going to call myself out and I'm pretty sure if you caught me on any given day, you know, at some point in my day, I'm judging somebody else. Not going to lie. I'm sure I'm pretty positive. I do it, but I really try to stop myself. I really try to catch myself doing it. And I think that's the difference. I think being able to recognize it and catch yourself doing it and stop yourself from doing it is is a lot different than just going through life being a judgmental fucking prick, you know, or judgmental bitch, you know, because there are both. It's men and women, both. And it's just really sad, you know. And it's even sadder when these are people that you see on a regular basis and it's like... You know, can I just be me? I mean, I, I just want to be myself. I don't, I don't, you know, I'll give you an example. I was going to, I was going to wait, you know, I think I had uh, my fitness and um, CrossFit down third or fourth on my list of topics that I was going to talk about today. But, you know, this is what happens when you just kind of shoot from the hip. But, you know, I when I go into the gym, I... I don't talk. I never have. I've never been a talker. I've never been a guy. I've never been that guy. I've never been the guy that walks into the gym and talks. I don't chit chat. I don't, you know, I don't go in there like, yeah, well, I mean, if I want to be your friend, I'll be your friend. But. If I don't want to be your friend, I don't want to be your friend. But that's not even the case, though. It It's more to do with, you know, um, I'm just there to for a purpose. I'm there to lift my weights or I'm there to do my workout. I'm, that's it. You know, the gym for me 
is my escape. It, it has been for many, many, many years now. You know, and especially now that I don't drink like I used to or, you know, smoke like I used to or do drugs like I used to. You know, the gym is my escape. That's my that's my sanctuary. That's my that's my place of Zen. That's my me time. When I walk into there, my mind shuts off. I become very antisocial. I become what I think a lot of people think is a dick. I become sheltered. I don't engage. I prefer to stay in my own little corner. It, you know, and it, but it also depends. It's, you know, it, it, is it a, a fun, you know, workout where, you know, you, know, you want to kind of, you're going to work out, you know, a group workout. Are you going to be working out with, you know, a few of the other members at the time? And if so, awesome. You know, you want to feel that camaraderie. You want to feel that, you know, that inclusiveness and that, hey, you know, let's, let's knock this workout out and, and have a good time doing it. But most of the time for me... It's more of a, hey, I came to bust this workout out. Leave me the fuck alone. Don't talk to me. And if I don't say hi to you or if I don't engage in conversation with you, don't take it personal. Just recognize. That's the thing. Recognize who these people are, like myself and others, that don't want to talk when they're at the gym. They just want to go in. They want to do their workout. They want to lift heavy weights. And they want to go. And they want to leave so they can go back to, to their normal lives, get their their mind is now straight, you know, and the rest of the day is awesome. It's like when I go into the gym, I'm a completely different person when I leave the gym. That's just how it is. And I love it. And when people think, you know, expect me to act in a different way, it's like, ugh. I don't want to act like that. I don't, you know, it's like, it's so dumb. But anyways, um, I'm going to stop talking about myself so much and talk about myself more. I'm just kidding. Sorry, I'm losing track. I'm trying to find something to listen to because I really hate when it's just so silent and so quiet and you know I know you like listening to me but anyways so more about the CrossFit more about weightlifting um pretty excited I have been working on a regimen uh from a organization called CalStrength and they're uh they're an outfit out of California and these guys are all about the Olympic weightlifting, which I have found, and I think I've mentioned before, I've just found an absolute passion for, an absolute love for. And, you know, it's just, it's not isometric weight training. You know, I find that absolutely boring now. Kudos to those that do it. It's just not for me anymore. I'm not about the bodybuilding. I'm not about the, how big can I get my biceps or how, you know... How big can I get my pecs or whatever? It's Now it's just become all about strength. It's just how strong can I get, you know, in my old age. And, uh, you know, because I'm not getting any younger. That's for damn sure. So why not get stronger? So anyway, so I've been doing this Cal Strength regimen for a few weeks now. And I love it. 
it's 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 a lot of fun and most of the times when i go into the gym that's what i'm doing um i'm i i have a an app on my phone that i subscribe to and it has my strength workout you know it has my workouts for the day that i do and you know this goes back to my you know just wanting to be left alone in my little corner just give me my barbell and my weights i've got my workout on my phone you know 99% of the time the gym's playing decent music that i can work out to so you know it all works out and then i just want to be left alone so and some people take it personal and that's just too bad cuz it's not about them it's about me and they need to, they should recognize that they should realize that it has nothing to do with them this is my time me time and i'm just there to do what i want to do which is lift heavy shit and then go home so um crossfit open i was really looking forward to it this year uh last year i i was super into it i was just like bam bam you know every week just determined to get the best possible score that i could and you know it was a lot of fun i mean it really was and this year i i think it's my knee I think that my my mental block in uh, from my knee surgery a few months ago really has me kind of in a you know, mental state where I that I just I am I am uh, having a hard time getting over and which is funny because when I'm lifting weights it's like well you doesn't seem like you're too worried about your knee when you're you know when you're uh, cleaning 275 pounds. But you're afraid to do a box jump because you're afraid you're going to break your knee again. It's like, I don't see the logic in that when I think about it. Now that I'm saying it out loud, listening to it, it's like, how much sense does that make? But it definitely, because it doesn't. But it's the truth. I mean, that's that. That's the you know, athlete's mentality is when you when something happens when you have surgery and you don't have the mental strength to get over it. It hurts, you know, it hinders your progress. And, you know, I've been considering going and uh, I, my friend Karen Hill, no relation, uh, is a, um, a sports hypnotherapist. And uh, that's what she does. She, she um, helps athletes after surgery um, overcome the, the mental block uh, so they can actually perform at a much higher level. Because I've actually heard that once you have surgery, you should actually be able to perform at a higher level. But I just can't get it over out of my head that I'm gonna I'm gonna tear something again, and you know it scares the shit out of me on a daily basis, and I and I need to get over it. But yeah, so this year the CrossFit Open has just been kind of a, a kind of a uh, thing for me. Um, it shouldn't be, but it is. So I uh, you know. I'll keep doing the workouts the way I've been doing them, and um, next year I'll come back out of this mental funk that I'm in and do a lot better. I know that I will. And also, I've been really focused on the weight on the Olympic weightlifting because come July, me and the fam Dam are uh, going to take a trip out to um, Valley Forge, Pennsylvania. Uh, it's the end of July. It's the uh, U.S. Open weightlifting competition and I uh, the American Open Series Part 2. And uh, that's when I'm going to compete. 
in hopes of getting my invitation to the U.S. Open, uh, American Open Series Finals uh, in December, and hoping that uh, doing what I can to medal. That's my goal. If you haven't, uh, you know, if you haven't been around me recently or watched my Facebook posts or seen my Instagram feeds, um, you know, I, I have a, my age category, my age and weight category. I have a pretty good shot at becoming a pretty, uh, uh, doing really well. So I'm really looking forward to it and seeing where I can go and how far I can take this because it's really exciting to me. And even more so, you know, my boy is watching me do it. You know, my, my two sons, Gianni and Enzo, them watching me do it, they get excited watching me do it. And, um, you know, they've actually asked me to convert part of our garage here at the house into a gym because they actually want to start doing the weightlifting that I'm doing. And I'm actually, I'm really excited to do that because, you know, I... I coach kids CrossFit, and Olympic weightlifting goes with CrossFit really well. So if I can get the t get them to do really well at both of them, um, I'd be super happy. Because that, that'll transfer into any sport that they want to play, which right now are, are just rugby and football, which I'm totally cool with. If they went to, you know, dual sport kids, one in the spring, one in the fall, and rugby and football. The, probably the best transfer sports there are out there complementary to each other. So we're hoping that it stays this way because they both seem to enjoy both sports a lot. So anyways, um, that's it on the uh, CrossFit exercise fitness aspect. Um, how are you doing on the CrossFit Open if you're participating in the CrossFit Open this year? Um, I'd love to, if you're listening, I'd love to hear how you're doing on the CrossFit Open. I've heard I've heard mixed. I've heard mixed reviews. I've heard people absolutely love it because of the the, the endurance factor of the work the three workouts that have come out already. And I've heard that some people absolutely hate it because there hasn't been a lot of strength. Um, which Hey, you know, I guess you, you obviously can't have all of it every year. But anyways, I'd be curious to hear what your thoughts are on it. So like I said, rugby, we had our first high school uh, preseason games for the Northside Wolverines this past weekend. That was a lot of fun. The boys came out and 98% of these boys have never played the sport before, which... You know, it's one thing if you've never played football before, you know, as a kid and you come out and you get hit, you have pads on and you have a helmet on, you know, it's, it's different than coming out, <laughs> you know, as a sophomore in high school, junior in high school, having never played the sport of rugby before and step into your first game. And you could tell these, um, a lot of these kids were like deers in headlights. It was... um. You know, the game started and it was, you know, rugby is a fast game. You know, it's um, it's a really fast game and it's a really hard game. Com fairly complicated, not too complicated. Anyways, and uh, anyway, so you could tell some of the kids were just, you know, our team was just kind of hitting the mouth early on and stumbled, you know, back. They were 
backed up against the ropes and um, couldn't quite bring themselves together the first half of that first game. And then halftime came, they regrouped, and it was a much better showing in the second half. And it was kind of like, okay, they got their, you know, they got themselves together. Um, They came out and played a much better second half. And then the second game, um, so they had a break in between games and um, they came out in this, that second game, and it was a it was a completely different team. I mean, it really was. Uh, the coaches and I were looking at each other like, "What the fuck? Like, really? Is this? Are these the same boys coming out? Because it was it was completely different. And they absolutely dominated that second game. Um, they lost the first one, unfortunately, but like I said, it was their first ever rugby game that most of those kids had ever played. And they came out the second game, and they absolutely dominated, taking the win on the second game. So we were super proud of them. Couldn't have asked for anything more than what they gave us, you know, or what they gave themselves, uh, more importantly. It's about them. It's not about us. And, you know, what they gave themselves, what they were able to accomplish for themselves in that second game was was huge. And um, it was it was really exciting to watch. This weekend ought to be interesting. Our uh, our high school boys are going to go down to Lacey to play Bud Bay, and uh, that should be fun. Um, I won't get to go to that game because my little ones, my little Gianni and Enzo, have their first games this Saturday. Uh, we're going to go down to Pat Ryan Field in Seattle, and we're going to actually see a bunch of the kids that they've played rugby with before, uh, back when we lived in Kirkland. And so that'll be good. It'll be it'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a nice little reunion for them. It'll be a nice reunion for the the parents. Uh, some of us that haven't seen each other in a couple years since we moved up here to Monroe. But yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. So um, I'll be I'll be updating um, about those games, both the high school and the little guys, or minis is what we call them, um, on the next episode. So be listening out for that. Have you ever watched rugby? It's a pretty interesting sport. Um, it's a whole lot different than football, but these kids love it, and uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to watch the little guys grow with it, and it'll, it's going to be a lot of fun. So what's happening with real estate? Wow, um, real estate is real estate still, <laughs> and not much has changed on the real estate front. Still no inventory, very little inventory. But I will say this. I am noticing a uh, something that I haven't seen in the past couple years, which is a lot of chatter amongst my real estate friends on Facebook and Instagram, etc., um, for inventory coming up on the market. I've seen more inventory starting to creep up recently, um, more than I have in the past couple years. So I think that's a good sign. I think we're like, I've, you know, um, I've been saying, I don't know if I said it on my last episode or the first episode, but you know, we're looking at 2024 before our next, you know, real shift occurs. So I think we're right on pace. 27, you know, 2018 should be a good start to the, you know, a push in an increase in inventory. 2019 should be even better. 2020, uh, in my opinion, will be 
the best year, I believe, in terms of there being enough inventory, uh, uh, a matching inventory and uh, invent matching supply and demand. Um, so I think 2020 should be where we enter um, with a normal market as opposed to where we're at right now, which is a hyper sellers market continuing to drive the prices and homes up uh, as much as they are. I mean, an increase in price is always good, but where it is right now, it's 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 a hyper increase. And I think um, in the next couple of years, we'll start seeing that starting to slow down uh, as more inventory comes on the market. And we start evening out. And then, like I said, 2024 will be when we really see a shift into more of the um, the buyer's market that we had back in 2008, 2009. So all stuff is good. And it's all relative, right? You know, cycle everything. Everything in, in life goes through cycles. And we're just right in the middle of a cycle right now. So, you know, I think people that are worried about where we're at you know and and concerned with oh my goodness you know things are you know we we can't sustain this growth we can't sustain these you know this price increases it's like sure we can we have before and we will again after this one it's just a it's just a continual cycle and we just have to roll with it and overcome and adjust right that's you know life in general not just real estate overcome adapt and adjust so it's all good um but i love this game i love the real estate game it's a lot of fun i'm going this is my 12th year in the game and uh i couldn't ask for a better better career to have be to be in so i was gonna bore you guys with a bunch of market statistics and days on market and average price and all that stuff but you know I'd say the most significant um, change in the median price is uh, the east side. Um, Kirkland area has jumped up to uh, about 1.3 million on the median price, which five years ago, if, if, if anyone would have told you that in Kirkland, Washington, the median price would be $1.3 million dollars, uh, I would have told you to uh, kick rocks. <laughs> There's no way I would have believed that one. But it's here, and I don't think anybody really did call that one. But it's here, and it's not going away. So we just have to accept it. Up here where we live, eh, it's not too bad. Um, I think the average price up here in the Monroe area is, is still in the low fours, low to mid fours, which is awesome. You know, still plenty of um, affordable pricing going on up here even though people from Monroe say $400,000 is not reasonable and not you know um, uh, manageable but whatever it's <laughs> it is um, and then the further north you go obviously you know the lower it's going to be but it is what it is and we are where we are it's not going to change just because you don't like it so uh, let's see, the PTA, yes, so if you didn't know, I am on the board of the Salem Woods PTA where my kids go to school, I'm the treasurer on the board, and I'm also the boys, the school mascot, the Timber Beast, 
So, um, and um, a couple weeks ago, or I guess a couple months ago, we had made a part of the We Donate Together organization that I'm a part of. Um, we were able to donate, uh, give a pretty good donation to the um, Monroe Public Schools Foundation from one of our closings. And in turn, they the foundation turned around and gave us, me, a table at their upcoming Monroe Public Schools Foundation auction. A lot of fun. Where uh, I think they they said like two, three hundred, four hundred people are supposed to be there, and they asked me to do the big ask, which I happily agreed to. But I don't know that I uh, understand what it is that I'm doing. <laughs> uh, if you saw my Instagram post or my Facebook post the other day, last week I actually went to the foundation to do a rehearsal of my little three-minute spiel that I'm supposed to do up on stage. And I went through it pretty easily. We'll see how it goes in a couple weeks on March 23rd um, when I'm actually standing up on stage in front of 300 people and uh, hope I don't get stage fright. <laughs> um, but, you know, it is what it is. We'll see how it goes. So, um, yeah, if you are living in this area listening to my little podcast uh the monroe public schools foundation auction is friday march 23rd uh at what used to be xfinity arena in everett and you can still get your tickets online just go to the monroe public schools foundation website and they have all the information there and um if you tell me that you heard me on this podcast talking about this i may just have something special for you so we'll see we'll see if anybody actually listens to my podcast huh (laughs) anyways so i wanted to end this on a topic of um i listen to a lot of i don't don't know if you want to call them self-help but they're like business mindset you know um books audio books books on tape whatever on Audible, and the one I'm listening to right now is actually called High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard, and so a lot of everything this guy talks about is super cool, and I love listening to his, to the book. He's actually the author, but he's, and he, he's actually reading the book himself, so it's, it's pretty cool. But today, I was sitting in the steam room listening to him after my weightlifting workout, and he brought up the topic of courage and kind of the different meanings behind it and was telling a story about one of his clients, you know, and how what something she did, she felt was courageous, but nobody else saw it as courageous they thought it was a publicity stunt they thought it was kind of dumb and and it really affected her because it was an actual it was personal it was her personal um you know uh, growth of coming out turns out she was being abused and you know her coming out and making this public you know um display of uh, apology was her 
way of asking for help and it was misconstrued as a as a publicity stunt and a feel sorry for me uh, type thing and you know it kind of it sucked um and uh and, and the point he was trying to make was you know sometimes what what one person feels is that they're doing is courageous somebody else feels is stupid and we have to you know, I, this is kind of, this actually was not planned, but this is going to full circle come back to my beginning of what I talked about, about judging people, is, you know, what people are doing in their lives is their own courage, um, and we shouldn't judge them for it, we shouldn't be assholes, and, you know, um, it goes with this, uh, the fixed mindset versus the growth mindset, is, you know, fear <clears throat> the fixed mindset people are the fear of anything, you know, they have a fear of anything outside of their comfort zone. You know, if it's, if it's not easy to understand, if it's not easy to figure out, if it's not easy to, um, you know, um, <clears throat> accept because of their own uh, fixed mindset, then they, you know, forget about it. Then it's, they, they don't, they don't care to, they don't care to, um, to, to, um, grow themselves personally. They would just rather write it off and think that, you know, that doesn't affect them. So fuck them and kind of sucks. But, um, growth mentality is actually the exact opposite. It's, you know, it's, um, accepting anything, or, you know, accepting things that are outside of your comfort zone. Um, things aren't easy to understand. Things are not, you know, what they seem all the time. And when you can accept that, you know, life becomes so much better. And you yourself become a more courageous person. Because you're, you understand what it means to be courageous. Um, you know, uh, he's talking about... He, you know, in the book, he's talking about statistics prove that people with less courage in their life are not as happy of people as those that, you know, um, take the time to become courageous. Because you have to. You you can't just... Courage isn't just kind of instilled. You have to find it, and you have to release it. And... That's actually what I'm doing with this podcast is I just said I can have a fixed mindset and just go through life and not share my experiences and my stories and just keep them all bottled up or try and write them out on Facebook and hope that people want to say something. Or I could, you know, take the next step and be courageous and start a little podcast and start talking about my stories and my experiences in life and see where it goes. So, and I can tell you, since I've started doing this, this is my third one, so this is my third week, I can tell you that I am actually a little bit happier uh, since I've started doing this, because um, I feel courageous, I feel uh, vulnerable, I feel that I'm uh, putting myself more out there than I ever have before, and it's scary, I can promise you that, it is scary as shit. You know, I am, but I have to do it, and so should you. I'm not saying go out and start a podcast, you know, or anything like that, unless you want to, but do something. Do something, 
you know, something that's, that scares you. You know, there's a saying on our wall at the, at the, at the box at CrossFit Monroe that says, um, do one thing every day that scares you. And I live by that. Every day I do one thing that scares me. And once a week I do this podcast because it scares me because I have no idea what you people out there are actually thinking about me when I talk and I'm vulnerable and I'm just letting it all out there. I have no idea what you're thinking. I wish you'd tell me. Um, or maybe you do, maybe I don't want you to. But <laughs> either way, um, go be courageous. Go, you know, um, quit fearing things that are outside of your comfort zone and try to accept them. Try to accept people for who they are and quit being so goddamn judgmental of people that, you know, you don't know their story. You don't know what they're about because you've never even taken the time to ask why you just want them to behave the way you think they should behave. And if you continue going through life living like that, I can promise you, you're going to be one miserable son of a bitch. Well, that's all I got for today. Um, longest one so far. I guess that's pretty good. Anyways, um, 425-357-SOLD is my real estate phone number. If you're interested in taking CrossFit or starting some weightlifting lessons, I do that too. And the number for that is 425-583-0310. Find me on Instagram, Instagram, Limitless Realty Group 425. Hit me up on Facebook, just Vance A. Hill. Um, Yeah, let's get this party started. Let's keep it going. Uh, Vance Hill, Limitless Realty Group with Remax Northwest and On the Lake. Hope you guys have a great day, and I do appreciate you listening to me. Take care. Bye.